0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Baron Cloth Mother Podcast. I am your host, Eric Denton. Today I'm starting the first in a new series I'll be doing on the podcast, wherein I read an essay from my Substack, which you can find at www.baroncloth.substack.com. Today's essay is entitled, The Anti-Woke Fad. The old fad was being woke. The new fad is being anti-woke. Both deserve scrutiny and severe criticism. Within this article, I'll focus on the latter. It being, in my opinion, the current dominant fad among outlier public intellectuals. What made me start thinking about this was a recent disagreement I noticed between two public intellectuals, Brett Weinstein and Sam Harris. On several different occasions, from multiple different forums and platforms, they've implicitly and explicitly sniped at one another over how we, as a society, should go about assessing and confronting COVID and its aftermath. At the outset, in regard to this particular subject, I won't pretend to be unbiased. I fall more in the Harris camp. I have my reasons, some of which I'll now explicate. From what I gather, Harris acknowledges that our institutions, such as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, made myriad mistakes throughout the pandemic, and likewise are deserving of much of the public's ire. However, he thinks, as I do, that the prescription moving forward isn't to weaken those institutions, but rather to strengthen them by employing better science and superior policies. In other words, we simply need to pinpoint the errors our institutions made during these adverse times and correct them incrementally and incisively. Errors are inevitable, after all. In contrast, Weinstein appears to appeal more to a populist-libertarian cohort, the do-your-own-research-don't-tread-on-me crowd. I'm certainly not against doing one's own research, but I am against the implicit sentiment it sometimes conjures. Namely, never trust experts or institutions. I'm especially against this sentiment when the propagator, in this case, Brett Weinstein, tacitly or openly suggests it. This latter conflict between these two intellectuals is certainly deserving of a comprehensive discussion, but I'll save that for another day. Today, in order to get at the subject at hand, the anti-woke fad, I want to zero in on yet another person in the intellectual wilderness, a person that I noticed shooting rhetorical spitballs from the back of the metaphorical classroom from multiple platforms at the Weinstein-Harris affair, hence why I brought it up. That person is called Gad Sad. Quote, My positions are always based on first principles and are not the least bit biased by a desire to be loyal to any political tribe. End quote. From Gad Sad, The Parasitic Mind, page 64 through 65 of the eBook. The above quote, which comes from Dr. Sad, a professor of marketing at Concordia University, could just as easily have come from Lieutenant Commander Spock from Star Trek. Yet, if you read the book from which this quote was mined, you won't find a controlled hyperlogical thinker like Spock. Instead, You'll find an overly emotional hyperbolic thinker like most other Twitter addicts I know. Is there something wrong with this? Not exactly. That is, unless you preference your arguments with the above quote. A mere 15 pages later, in the ebook version of The Parasitic Mind, Saab proclaims, quote, As a libertarian, I am a fervent proponent of small government. I despise the never-ending, ever-increasing governmental encroachments into our daily lives. End quote. It's worth noting that, according to a 2014 Pew poll, libertarians are more likely to be Republicans. This quote follows page after page of Sad rhetorically slicing and dicing progressives and Democrats, tacitly amalgamating the two as a single unit. But again, he's not the least bit biased. The subtitle of Saad's aforementioned book is How Infectious Ideas Are Killing Common Sense. Now, given the time that this book was published, October 6, 2020, you'd think that Dr. Saab would have mentioned QAnon or any of the other countless infectious ideas ravaging the Republican Party and the country at large. However, if you thought that, you'd be wrong. He focuses solely on progressive ideas while continually attacking Democratic lawmakers, but as he said, he's not biased, he's a scientist. To be fair, Dr. Saad does, within the preface of his book, cleverly anticipate the whataboutism argument I'm presenting here. He partially does this with an argument from parochialism. Quote, I inhabit the world of academia. This is an ecosystem that has been dominated by leftist thinking for many decades and certainly for the entirety of my professional career. End quote. Therefore, he chooses to focus his arguments fully on his immediate surroundings, apparently forgetting there's a much broader world out there. He goes on to say, quote, My focus on the left is a mere reflection of the fact that its intelligentsia shaped academic culture and the subsequent downstream effects that trickled to the rest of society, end quote. This latter argument makes more sense, but fails to acknowledge the powerful and popular conservative media that's emerged in response to progressive programming. All that said, I agree with what most of Dr. Saad says about progressivism within his book. My disagreement lies with his hyperbole and his framing. He's not so much acting as a professor or scientist, although he's quick to mention both, but rather as an angst-ridden adolescent YouTube influencer. Throughout his book, he takes readers on a tour of his many jabs and clever comebacks to progressive social media activists. Boy, I tell you, I was impressed. While owning the libs with his carefully crafted diatribes on his YouTube channel, he might as well show us how to apply makeup, too. Why bring up Gad Sad? One of his videos was recommended to me on YouTube wherein he's trying and failing to take down Sam Harris. For what reason exactly? It wasn't quite clear. He mentions in passing Sam's positions on Brett Kavanaugh, Sam's position on Hunter Biden's laptop, Sam's position on Twitter's Trump ban, and Sam's disagreement with Brett Weinstein. However, all of these things are debatable. They possess no clear right or wrong answers. Sad simply can't get over the fact that Harris disagrees with him. The name of the video in question is, Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan Critique Sam Harris. This title was cleverly chosen for algorithmic reasons. Sad only mentions Peterson and Rogan in passing. He doesn't even explain their critique. A more apt title would have been, I don't like Sam Harris because he disagrees with me. This would have fit the video perfectly. Weird side note. At one point in the video, Sad goes on an unprovoked, unhinged tirade against the author and historian Yuval Noah Harari. Quote, I can't stand that guy. I can't smell him, end quote, whatever that means. Quote, I can't imagine his existence, end quote. To repurpose his analogy, Dr. Sad's mind has been parasitized by the anti-woke fad. The anti-woke fad is the intellectual craze wherein one drops everything one cares about in order to focus solely on spreading anti-woke memes. This happens when you gain traction on social media by constantly using anti-woke messaging. This traction goes to your head and you start believing you're the philosopher king and that everyone who doesn't agree with you needs to be destroyed. Because of a positive feedback loop, your more extreme attitude helps you capture an even bigger audience, which also means more revenue. At this point, you're no longer in control. Your audience is. Everything you do is to mollify them. The anti-woke mob. Dr. Sad is upset that Dr. Harris won't join the mob. Why? Harris is anti-woke after all. So again, why? I conjecture it's because Saad is envious of Harris's independence. He's envious of the fact that Harris doesn't have to spend all of his time placating an anti-woke mob in order to stay relevant. Through careful reason and discernment, Harris has been able to, so far at least, inoculate himself against intellectual fads, in this case, the anti-woke fad.